Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 502 in the Southland. On a live imaging Tuesday, shit out. We finally got our California chicken cafe. Excuse me. So good. So, Cappy's got Fire. the dark meat. Mm-hmm. And I got a nice Caesar wraps, you know? So I not only want to eat, not want to eat with us. Well, I already had a salad. I didn't know. I didn't know if you guys would actually go through with this. And well, then I, he was just like, you know what? Just forget it. <laughs> well, I thought Cappy started the text or text at 10 a.m. about what are we going to eat today, and Shinano and I were like, well, no pizza. You can't have pizza anymore. And then I said, Cappy, why didn't you let us know when you were on your way? I could order something. You could have picked it up. He's like, oh no, that is a good idea, dude. No, we didn't do it. <laughs> so we needed Stephanie's help to get an order through dude. California Chicken Cafe, dude. Well, let Speaking me tell you, it's good. Speaking of dudes, well, not really dudes, but we call her our favorite dude around here, <laughs> producer Lindsay Baseball. It was a tough transition. It's time for what you need to know. They call it dudette. Brought dudette. to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. That's the 90 minutes from wherever you are. Take it away, dudette. Producer Lindsay. Thanks, Christopher. All right, so this, what you need to know, is an update on a previous one. Do you guys remember back when I told you about that nightmare Airbnb tenant who refused to leave the home? Remember? Do you remember? Yep. Okay, so she had owed um, something like $100,000 to this man because she just stopped paying rent, and due to the duration that she was living there, she couldn't be evicted um, because of some crazy legal wormholes and loopholes and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So anyway, the update is the nightmare tenant has finally left the guest house. Uh-huh. She, was, she left on Friday with a police escort after 575 days of rent-free wow. living at the $3.5 million property according to a court filing from the landlord. Okay. So she's gone. Uh-huh. Um, she, I guess she was supposed to be paying 105 bucks per night, um, and after six months she just refused to leave because she said that it wasn't actually really like a legal rental, and this it's been a nightmare for this guy. But she's gone now. Well, look, if you rent a room or a, or a guest house on a property, or whatever, you rent a property. Right. Okay. It is, like, you just have to be a good person of integrity. That's all. You sign a lease for 12 months, the landlord expects you to pay your rent for 12 months. Now, there are extenuating circumstances. Of course, you lose your job. Maybe there's a death in the family. Whatever the case may be. And oftentimes, people will work with you. But, man, when you are just scum, and I hate to use it like that, but that woman... She knew she could squat at that guy's house and it would take forever for him to get her evicted. She just lived rent-free for like five years and there's probably no recourse of any kind. He'll never see that money. Never. It just bothers me, man. I just went through something like this. It just bothers me, you know? Watching a friend go through this. A friend, oh, of, mine, a friend okay. of mine has a place, right? And the guy who was renting it was like, hey, um, can I uh, use a security deposit as my last month's rent? And the dude was like, No. Can't do that. Then he squatted, right? And then he squatted. Yep. And then he moved out finally. And then what he did was, oh, hey, I think my kid's really sick because of your place. Like, it's just it's just scum. You know what I mean? Like, pay your rent, bro. I mean, I get it. There are extenuating circumstances. Don't get me wrong. During COVID, like when the, when the economy went flying down, at that time, I was like, oh, man, I'm in some serious trouble here. And, you know, I worked with the person whose house I was living in at the time. And you said what? I said, hey, look, um... But you were working with us. No, no. This is before that. Oh. Yeah, before that. Whoa. 
Yeah. Time out. Uh-oh. Hold Be- on. Beto and Whittier just te- tweeted us. What do you say? Says, I came back on Twitter X. Sorry, Beto, I didn't realize you left, but I didn't mean that. In don't, a, don't, don't, come start, on, don't start, start with come everybody. On. You know how you get You're with only- the COT. I'm just Chris saying, will I, burn the whole thing down. I didn't realize that he hadn't. Been, I run into him a lot at Union Station. Better. I'm not saying this to, in a derogatory I know, fashion. But I, I know Sounded you get like sometimes. I mean, you were weeding. I was saying I didn't realize he was left. I was sorry that he was gone. Okay, okay can I finish what I was going to yeah, say? Yeah, go ahead. All right, but he said, "I just came back to let y'all know my sister once beat Tiffany's ass back in the day when we lived in Norwalk. Fought Whoa. her like fought her and beat her up. Now he needs to call in. Seriously, Beto and Whittier. Yeah, he might be about to get on the train though. But wait, his sister beat up Tiffany? That's what he said. Come on. I've opened up the lines better. That's what we here. needed to know, man. Yeah, that's what we needed to know. Now everybody's going to call and be like, so, yeah. No, we know who he I know better than what he sounds know the wife, like. We know the name of his wife, so we'll mm-hmm. quiz you. Okay. Right. And yeah. if you've ever beaten anybody up who's famous like that, you should probably call. Yeah, he, Beto and Whittier needs to call right now. I opened the lines just for you. We never open these phone lines. These phone lines have been closed. I don't even know if they still work. No, they do. Yeah, no, the other shows use them. Oh, that's right. Two o'clock call of the day. I'm being. <laughs> yeah. You know, a guy that I like used to date um, beat up one of the, was it Jake Paul or one of, one of them? One Went of to high school Pauls? with them. Yep. Yep, yeah. beat him up before he became an MMA fighter. What about the guy that you beat up at the uh, cafeteria? That still comes up like w- probably once a year on Facebook memories. Really? Yeah. Like people, this is the day that I won the belt? Uh, I posted something and somebody commented on it and now people, you know, every right. year it comes back. It's kind of funny. chocolate milk champion of, yep. of Cleveland? That's right. Guys. That's right. Mm. Sorry to interject. Well, <laughs> that was a weird guys. Guys. It well, I'm, guys. I'm telling you, like my voice is weird right now, pero. Bueno, pero, pero porque tienes pero, catarro. Sí, este, sí. Mientras we're waiting for, for Beto, right, to call. Where the hell is Funchy? Because he has a very weird story that happened to him yesterday when he was answering the phones during the Lakers post game. Okay, Funchy can come in here and tell us. That I don't story. know where Funchy's so, at, but Beto, he has to tell you guys. Beto and Whittier has said that it was Nettie Waite Middle School around 1985, I think, right before the peak of her powers. Really? And did, did your amazing. sister pull on her red hair? Well, we'll find out if he calls in. Mm-hmm. So. Getting a lot of compliments. I just want to say to everybody who's watching on the YouTube right now. A lot of compliments coming in for this Sunday Swagger quarter zip. Um, how about the compliments you got when the Chargers won yesterday? Mm, that didn't go so well for they me. They beat the Jets. I know. Come on. Like they Wait. Beat the you Jets guys and were, the Bears. The Jets had just won like four in a row or so, three or four in a row or something like that. They beat the little Giants. Little Zacky. You were so excited about Little Zacky. Well, Big Cappy all excited about Little Zacky. Well, Little Zacky last night, um, look, he's the starting quarterback, so that's what everybody focuses on. But the fact is, the Jets are horrendous. And I couldn't even believe what I was watching. You give up an 87-yard punt return, and you put yourself in a hole like that? You knew your offense couldn't score. You knew you likely needed your defense to score. And you've just given up an 87-yard punt return? And then, to turn around and hit one of your best wide receivers and have him fumble? And then, you look at Joey Bosa and Khalil Mack. I'll give credit where credit is due. That Chargers pass rush last night looked really good. But guess what it looked good against? An offensive line that was missing its right tackle, its left tackle, and its center, and its two guards were injured. So, I mean, look, if the Chargers can't Wait a second. Good, the Jets' offensive line wasn't that good even when they were healthy. 100% right. So think about what you're saying. The Jets' offensive line wasn't considered good Wait, coming into so the you're season. Gonna, you're just now, so now you're just trying to diminish. The Jets' defense, though, mm-hmm. has been one of the best defenses Correct. in the league Correct. this year. That's right. And they tore, they they took care of business yes. yesterday. Oh, yeah. Now, granted, they had two scores on defense. I get that. But they still beat them 27-6. to 6. Yeah, but look at Justin Herbert, for example, right? 
Was Justin Herbert good last night? No, because the Jets' defense was really outstanding. But they still won. They found a way to win when every statistical category favored the Jets' time of possession, so what? rushing and yards, passing yards. Right, they won because the Jets' offense is pathetic. And when I say pathetic... Wait, like, but you weren't saying they were pathetic three, for the last three weeks? No, I wasn't. But last night, I got a chance to watch like every part of that oh, game, and they were horrendous. Right. They were horrible. Right. But the Chargers pass rush, listen to what I'm saying. But when it fit your narrative to, you know, like pump up little Zachy because you thought that was cute. (laughs) Right. You know, you you were raving about him. Right. Well, I am still raving about him. Um, Obviously, I'm all all on my own on this one. But when you have an offensive line that is as beat up as the Jets, and to your point, coming into the season, all the criticism of the Jets was you spent all this money on Aaron Rodgers, but you did not improve your offensive line. Troy Aikman actually said it during the broadcast last night. He said, you know... If, if Aaron Rodgers was playing quarterback for this team, they'd be better. But I'm not really sure how much because that offensive line was terrible. Their receivers fumbled balls. Their offensive line couldn't hold anybody so that the fumbles were happening at the quarterback position. And, George, the number of times that the Jets picked up a first down only to have it evaporated by a penalty, mm-hmm. I mean, they are offensively one of the worst teams in the entire NFL. Oh, no, really? Yeah, it's yeah. horrible. That's a shocker. Kathy, yeah. yeah, You know what they say, Tell that me. great quarterbacks find ways to win. Yeah, right. Zach Wilson's not a great quarterback. No, but Justin but Herbert? But Justin Herbert did. Could, could he be? Could he be a great quarterback? You are just twisting yourself in a pretzel to not give them any credit no, on No, I am giving them credit. What, what are you giving them I'm credit I'm giving on? the defense a lot of credit. I mean, Khalil Mack and Joey Bosa last night looked like what you're supposed to look like when you have two like $40 million defensive pass rushers. And that kid, what's the kid's name from USC? Tui Pelotu. That guy's good, too. Mm-hmm. Real good player. And Derwin James last night played really well. And it's it definitely is made easier when you're playing against an offense as bad as the Jets. Now, what will happen when they play against the Detroit Lions this week? I'll take my chance on the Lions. Oh, sure. But, God, I got killed last night on prize picks, too. Mm-hmm. <sighs> what a disaster. Uh, I mean, they're right in the thick of this thing. Well, they are, but, you know, so are the Raiders, with the same record. No, they have a half game back. Okay, so the Broncos have and, one fewer win. And the win. Chargers also have beaten them head-to-head. One game thus far. Right. But when you look around the rest of the AFC, at Miami and Buffalo as an example, and you look at Jacksonville, and you look at every team in the AFC North, all right now looking like potential playoff teams, I mean, the Chargers are going to have a very hard time against the Kansas City defense. That it's I can tell still you. still a long ways to go. No, they are. Kansas City's defense is great. Yep. But... They got the Lions, the Packers, the Ravens, the mm-hmm. Patriots, Broncos. They've got a bunch of winnable yeah, games they've got, in there. They've got like loss, win, loss, win. Yeah. I mean, they're not going to beat the Ravens. They're not going to beat the Lions. You know, they can easily beat the Packers. They can easily beat the Patriots. They, they'll beat bad teams. They just won't beat good teams. Right, but they have more bad teams than good teams in their schedule left. Hey, look, George, you, you don't seem to understand my feelings here. Yeah. My feelings are... I want Brandon Staley to get a contract extension. I want the Chargers to make it to the postseason because I want to see the collapse. See, that brings me pleasure. Mm-hmm. You understand? Mm-hmm. See, last night I thought little Zachy and the Jets could actually pull it off. I was dead wrong. Bad offensive line, too many penalties, fumbles everywhere. Yeah. Horrible. Yeah. We got JT the Brick coming up in just a few oh, minutes. Let's talk oh, about nice. the Raiders. Very nice. Yeah. Yeah. My Raider Nation. Yeah. I wonder if he was smoking cigars with those guys. After gutless Josh McDaniels got fired. Mm -hmm. $85 million later. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. 
You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Yes, indeed, a live imaging Tuesday. JT, the breaking moments. But first, on this day in 2020, ooh, ooh, that was sloppy. I knew it was coming, too. So and Ariana Grande, Ariana Grande stepped all over me. So mid-market. But I would let her, especially in this music <laughs> video, because on this day in 2020, the number one hit, Positions oh. by Ariana Grande. What a music video. Hey, now. Absolutely right. Let's hear the hook just for a second. I know John the Brick's there, but... Uh, <laughs> Cappy, look at me. Switching positions oh, for you, hot. Cappy. That's hot. Let's hit the Raiders theme. When is uh, Ariana Grande going to the Sphere? Oh, that I would go to the Sphere for. JT would be there. He'd be the first one there because he gets all the Sphere <laughs> stuff. Get the Raiders music for JT. We'll transition My from Raiders. Ariana Grande. The JT welcomed me back into Raider Nation for this moment when it was a complete destruction of the other team. Who did they play? The Giants. They played the Giants. Oh, I mean, JT had yeah. to have been conflicted. His childhood team the versus G-Men. his team. Uh, JT, were you smoking a cigar in the locker room as well? <laughs> no, George, that was Sage. They were cleansing the locker room. <laughs> so they were, they were smoking Sage there. Uh, we welcome the Raider Nation from Southern California, which is the largest the largest population of the Raider Nation in the world. And I always look forward. Happy Lit to everybody tonight. Happy Lit is right on. Beautiful. Lit All right, so Josh McDaniels, what level of gutless was he actually, now that you can say it? Well, I can say a little bit more now. We're radio guys. <laughs> we all came up together. Uh, the team was not responding offensively. It all started when I came on with you after Chicago. Uh, was basically the end after Chicago when they couldn't beat Tyson Bagent, didn't show up, had no energy, then went to Detroit and had three completions in the first half of that game. That was pretty much the benching of Jimmy Garoppolo. The team meeting was accurate. No one was in there. Max Crosby won't tell the details. It seems like Jay Glazer was in the meeting and Ian Rappaport. Not that I know of, but everybody said it got heated. It was an open discussion. It affected McDaniels. He wasn't the same at practice that day. Players were having open dialogue with Mark Davis. True. Either out at night, uh, at dinner, or in the building. And Mark took it all in and said... This is over. I'm not going to wait much longer because he wants to salvage the season and give the Raiders the best chance to win. Yeah, the Jay Glazer report on Sunday, Jay didn't say it, but I could hear it, which was, hey, I spoke to Antonio Pierce because I've known him for the last 20 years, and he told me this story, and this is the story that I'm reporting to everybody else, which was, in a team meeting, Josh McDaniels asked Antonio Pierce, hey, will, will, will you talk to these guys, please? And then afterwards, when Antonio Pierce told everybody, we got to have our own culture, a Raider culture, not a Patriot culture, I guess Josh McDaniels went over to him afterwards and said, 
Uh, don't ever insult the Patriots like that. I mean, come on, man. Get out of here. Is that, that's what Jay Glazer I know. I, I, no, I believe Glazer. I don't think there's any question about that. But I'm saying get out of here with Josh McDaniels. This dude should never coach a Pop Warner team again. He'll, he'll coach. He'll coach. But he'll only coach for Belichick. Well, let's hope he coaches guys who could take some of the juice off of what Mark Davis has to pay him. Mm-hmm. Remember, you know, I got you guys know how it works. You've been around a while. Uh, the amount of money he's owed and Dave Ziegler's old, owed is a lot of money. And, you know, the McDaniels will never make that much money again. And I wish him well. He was good to me. But I can tell you this much. He's going to get a job. And when you do the division on what he's owed and what he's going to get at the new job and subtract it out, uh, the guy doesn't have to work a day in his life again. I think he'll be a coordinator somewhere down the road. Robert Kraft seems to take back all the former right. Patriots at some point or another. That's right. That's exactly right. That's what will happen. He'll go back to work for Belichick as long as Belichick is the coach of the Patriots, and he'll go home, and he'll go back to the same role that he had, and he's just now, he's an unhirable guy as a head coach in the NFL. He'll never, ever get another chance to be a head coach in the NFL, and I feel real confident saying that. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna debate you on that. You didn't have me on to talk about the Patriots today. You had me on to talk about the Raiders. Let's go with the win over the Giants, the Big Blue Wrecking Crew. They were up 27 nothing, guys. When the last time that happened in Raider Nation, 27 nothing. They called the dogs off. They called the dogs off. Floated to the finish line, trying to keep everybody healthy. Now it's on to the Jets Sunday night prime time at Allegiant Stadium. Yeah, and after watching what the Jets were last night, Max Crosby should have like 10 sacks in that game because I was just saying to George that as great as Joey Bosa and Khalil Mack looked last night, the Jets' offensive line going into the season was known as not being very good, and you've got your right tackle out, your left tackle out, your center out, and your right guard and your left guard are both limping around. So that offensive line was a disaster last night, and uh, Max Crosby should be all ready to go, JT, on Sunday night. Yeah, you should have the sound. I mean, come on, it's a lit Tuesday. Troy Aikman lit him up. Lit him up on the late SVP. Lit him up during the broadcast. That was one of the worst football games. And again, guys, I've been off by this much. As Looney says, you can't see my fingers this much. What would have happened, I'll throw it back to you, if Brandon Staley lost that game? Now, here's the caveat. The Raiders fired Josh McDaniels. What do you think if Staley lost that game to the Jets and came back on the plane three and five? Mm. Well... He didn't. So he didn't. He didn't. So he didn't. We'll, we'll see what happens when the uh, Chargers face a real offense like the Detroit <laughs> Lions this week. But JT, you've been saying it that, it, and this is before the Antonio Pierce, you know, uh, interim head coaching job. If they could beat the Giants and beat the Jets, you know what? They'll get back to five hundred and they're alive because the Chargers are only four and four. And believe it or not, even the Broncos, who we all thought were so pathetic earlier in the season, they may not be very good, but they're still three and five. So this division, while not as good as the AFC North, not even close, it is competitive. Yeah, Cap, I even take it one step further. I don't even look at the division. I just look at the entire wild card of the AFC because Baltimore looks like a Super Bowl front runner. They look that good. Kansas City, Baltimore's a lock. We know Cincinnati just beat Buffalo. Buffalo's going to get in. We know how good Miami is. The Raiders have to win one game, one game left in the regular season, that your listeners believe they can't win. Game show music, please. The choices are Kansas City twice, the Miami Dolphins, or the L.A. Chargers. If they beat the Chargers and they lose the other games, all they got to do is beat Minnesota with Josh Jobs. They got to beat Denver at home again. They got to beat Gardner Minshew in Indy. 
I mean, the Raiders got some wins, Raider Nation. They got some wins on the schedule, but they got to, and oh, me and Sedano are going to have a ballyhoo when we go over this one. It's the Raiders at the Dolphins. If the Raiders can just get the offense going, which is going to be tough to do against the Jets. Jets have an elite pass defense. The Raiders need to be rolling because the Dolphins are coming off Frankfurt and a loss in their bye week as Las Vegas has F1 Formula One and the Raiders fly to Miami to take on the Dolphins right after this jet game. Look at JT calling for sound and and music. That's awesome. By the way, I'm contemplating a last-minute jump over to Vegas for F1. Don't do it. No, I'm thinking about it gonna, real hard. Yeah, let me fill you in. I got breaking news. It's I got breaking news on F1. Yeah. F1, it, they, they bit off a lot, a lot with this baby. It's a 10-year deal cap. I'd sit out year one because the traffic starting about a week ago till now, the strip is being shut down this week. No strip. Uh, for almost a week and a half as they do the final paving for F1, brings in more revenue than the Super Bowl or anything here in Vegas. But the tickets, they scared everyone away, man. They scared everyone away and told everyone $10,000, $8,000, $20,000 rooms. And a lot of people checked out on this one. So you can get a deal if you come in late. Don't let F1 scare you away from Vegas, but it might be a little bumpy. Yeah. Yeah, it looks like Cappy they're not really ready. Cappy doesn't want bumpy. No, I don't want bumpy. I want smooth sailing. <laughs> smooth. Cappy, That's what I want. I, Cappy, smooth, uh, JT, I was told that you have a Clippers take you wanted to get off here. Oh, 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 did you? How about having the strongest <laughs> you heard? take? How about having the strongest Clipper take in all of sports talk radio? Here it is. This guy's a bum. I'd bench his ass. I never would have moved him out of Philadelphia. I would have sat him down on the bench like he was a nine-year-old. And I was a dad, the dad coach. You know, the dad coach is always toughest on his son. And I'd say, you're gutless. You're a bum. You're not playing. You're going to sit here until the all-star break. And then I'm going to trade your ass. I'm going to ruin your legacy. This guy is the worst teammate in American sports taking up all of the American major sports. This guy's quit on multiple teams. I think it's a disastrous move. Can't believe Steve Ballmer did it. And no one, no one is rooted against more so than James Harden as we're wrapping up 2023. This guy's a bum, and he's a disgrace to the great city of Los Angeles. Wow. I mean, I don't know. They're better than with him than without him, though. You could say all that you want, JT, but don't let still, that get in the way of JT. Don't, 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 don't let him talk to you that. interview him. Sedano might have to interview him after a no, game winner. If you wanted me to talk trash about McDaniel's as he was the coach, I'll lay off that next no, time, I, George. No, I don't care. I just took out. I just took a sh- not a shot, but I just went after LeBron for something he said yesterday. So I don't have any problems saying that. But they are definitely better with James Harden than without. And by the way, I argue that we don't know that yet because. It's just about they're better on paper. And then last night when they tried to integrate the guy, you saw that Kawhi couldn't get the ball. They had to force it to him in the third quarter. Okay, Paul George was one for six from three-point range, and he didn't look like he was into it. I'm rooting for this whole thing to be a giant disaster, and that's my prediction. Well, I mean, of course. I mean, it's better for you because you don't care. You just want you just want the anarchy. Yes, that's correct. Yeah. I chaos. want the anarchy. We yeah. like chaos. That's right. Uh, JT, what do you think about LeBron doubling down on Twitter, saying he'd still be the same player, maybe a few less rings, but still be the same? He'd have the same legacy, basically, without his trip to South Beach with Pat Riley. 
I, I believe in a lot of LeBron. I'm one of the few left that believe that LeBron still has a chance to surpass Jordan. I've gotten a lot of heat over the decades for that because Jordan couldn't do a few things that LeBron did. That other night dunk, that tomahawk, Jordan was long retired by then, could never do that. Michael Jordan barely played in high school. He couldn't have went right to the pros. LeBron did, and LeBron's the all-time scoring leader, uh, and he's not done yet. I don't know if a championship's on the horizon this year, but overall, 50 years from now, when they look back and they say, who is better, Jordan or LeBron? It's going to be a lot closer than what people said four, five, ten years ago. The king is not done. Oh, you're gutless, JT. Come on. That's gutless now. Now I'm going to say that. Well, gutless. he didn't answer the question either. I mean, well, that's why he's brilliant. Yeah. JT's brilliant. <laughs> pretty good. I am pretty good at this. <laughs> you're I'm just mad at Pat Riley. I'm a Knicks fan. Sedano knows. I'm I was just going to say, fan. you're just mad at Pat Riley still because he faxed in his resignation from 1995. What would have happened if Pat Riley never left to go down to South Beach, just would have stayed there? The thing, George, that bothers me even more is the most important thing. No one wants to play for the Knicks. Used to be, you know, okay, Ewing's there, this guy. No one wants, Spreewell wants to go, Allen Houston. No one wants to be a Nick anymore. We got boatloads of money. Our owner owns us here in Vegas. He owns the Rangers. And I guess because of taxes and a lot of other issues, no one wants to play at the Mecca, Madison Square Garden for my Knickerbockers. It fascinates me. You know what it is? People love playing there. You were just talking about LeBron, you're talking about James Harden, some of their biggest games of all these superstars is there at Madison Square Garden. They love playing there. They love playing. They love burying the Knicks fans like you. Oh, we, and we come back for more pain. Take the pain, <laughs> as Tom Berenger said in Platoon, as a Knicks fan. But as I'm here and we're wrapping this up, I'm looking at my bookshelf with my 27 Yankee World Series. 27's plenty to keep me rested tonight, guys. Sedano, this reminds me of the old days at Fox Sports Radio when JT was doing the largest nighttime radio show in America. Yeah. And you, we would dial you up on the ISDN, yeah, yeah, yeah. which does, doesn't even exist anymore, yeah. to get shit on for the overnight extravaganza after he had just done Heat postgame on WIOD. Can I give you one more before my YouTube feed at the top of the hour? Here it is. Still to this day, pound for pound, more people stop me and say, JT, you had arguably the greatest show on Fox Sports Radio. Bang! How about that one? Nice. It still stood the test of time. I love you, Los Angeles. Hey, uh, real quick, I got to tell you one quick thing. So on Sunday, our circle of trust mm-hmm. came down to San Diego to hang out with my chatlins, my great friends. And there was this guy who was working there, this waiter, his name was Julio. And he was telling me, dude, it's so great to meet you. I'm such a huge fan. I love the show. And I'm thinking... Well, this is down in San Diego. He must love the old Scott and BR show. Turns out he's a huge Sedano and Cap fan, and he lives down there. And what he said to me was, I got into sports radio 20 years ago when I was living in Jacksonville listening to JT the Brick. And I said, oh, man. On 930 the Fox. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell the JT with that story. Dude, that's how long people know your show know your career, and uh, and how we're all closely associated. George, I'm telling you, this kid was such a huge Sedano and Cap fan. Right. Just coming over the so border. Was he, he was into when JT would say, the Night Riders from the 206 <laughs> are coming in. <laughs> yeah. Hey, guys, that is what's so great about our business. We don't put out oil fires. We don't run into harm's way. We just talk sports on the radio. It's not really that hard. All you got to do is show up with passion and energy and don't be gutless. That's right. Don't be gutless. Can't be gutless. Don't be be gutless. Just like Josh McDaniel and Dave Ziegler. Gutless, those two. They're gone now. Go smoke a cigar, JT. Take care, guys. Later, dude. There he is. God, he's good. And not gutless.
You tell me that guy can't do six hours of radio on this radio station. Come on. I took us out of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> six hours. He would, passionate energy. <laughs> Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com/network. All lowercase. Go to Shopify.com/network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com/network. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. 25 minutes in front of 6 o'clock on a live imaging Tuesday. On Shinano and Cappy. You know we like to play a TV theme when it's Radio Tinder time. And yesterday, November 6th, the great Sally Field turned 77 years old. This is the theme to winning time. And, of course, she played the matriarch of the whole thing, the great Jesse Buss, Sally Field, did. Radio Tinder time. You can follow her at Lindsay Baseball on Twitter or Instagram. Don't forget about our sponsor, Tequila Mandala. Always swipe right on Tequila Mandala. I talked to the great Craig Cartosian today. They're coming out Friday to Black Gold Golf Club for our Veterans Day Golf Tournament. And Tequila Mandala will be pouring on the 18th hole, the balcony, as we broadcast live from 1 to 5.30. And, yes... The entire COT is invited to come on out and party with us. But there will be no letters for anybody to steal this. So we don't have the budget to replace until next year. All right, Radio Tinder time. Take it away, producer Lindsay. Thanks, Christopher. All right, so Japanese researchers have created a device that can record and play back your dreams in video format using advanced brain imaging and machine learning algorithms. Why do I need this? Well, that's what I was going to ask you, Cappy. This technology has the potential to revolutionize our understanding of our dreams and consciousness and could have various applications such as improving memory consolidation during sleep and treating mental health disorders. However, the device is still in its early stages and scientists are working to improve the technology and the resolution of the reconstructed dream videos. Which, side note here, I recently saw this uh, a similar study where um, researcher, researchers played Dark Side of the Moon by Pink Floyd. Uh-huh. To somebody who was deaf and their brainwave patterns mimicked it back. Really? Yeah. The whole the whole thing. Wow. 
Yeah. So anyway. That is interesting. Brain's yeah. a powerful thing, man. Sure is. It's crazy. But we only use about 10% of it. Cappy uses seven. Right. I was going to say I was probably using like 90%. And this is what you're <laughs> getting, mean, pal. Yeah. You could be. You could do you journal about your dreams, Cappy? I do. When I, I wake up. I don't. But I mean, you obviously know what I've, I've been talking about for two days, which is Allegedly why I'm Kobe used to. Really? I journal about them yeah. when I can remember them. All right, so what's, this, what's well, the story? Well, would you want your to watch your dreams back if you uh, had the ability to? Oh, absolutely. Some of them I would. Absolutely. You uh, know, that one when you wake up and you're like, no, let me go back to sleep so I can hold her hand again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say this. I'm going to swipe right because um, the dream that I had on Saturday night where I'm at that department store and I'm at that clothing rack and I put my left hand in and some creature of some sort grabbed me by the left hand and pulled me in and then I got turned over in the bed and fell onto the floor and concussed myself, I'd actually like to see the video of what that looked like. I can see it, but I want to show it to you guys. So I'm in. Um, I don't know. I'm, I mean, sure, I guess just for like data and reference right to what's going on in my brain while i'm asleep i'm sure i don't know if i'd want to do it every day though like or constantly but maybe once in a while sure right you just never know though which night is going to be the night you know sounds like a black mirror episode remember the black mirror episode where you could watch back your life it wasn't your dreams but everybody had a little thing and you could and it was so freaky Hmm. like imagine those great memories and you're replaying them while you're yeah Doing something with somebody else at the time. That was, it was yeah. very eerie. By the way, Ramona just texts us and says that the Winning Time theme song is one of the few songs she doesn't skip past. Oh, like beautiful. intro songs she doesn't skip past. It's true. It's a good song. It is a good song. Like, regardless of the, you know, honestly, the show kind of, in retrospect, they should have just done it in the fall. I don't know what they did in the it was, summer it was, for. And, and then it was have, doomed in the summer. To, to have Jeff Perlman, who's on Instagram, I mean, I hate to say it like this, but kind of begging people, yo, you got to watch the show because if you don't watch the show, we're not going to get ratings. We don't get ratings. Right, but in the summer, who's watching? That was my point the whole time. Like, what are you putting this show on for now? Yeah, it last last year it did better because it was on in the fall and the winter. Yeah, you know? made no sense. I yeah. think what happened was when they did that whole merger with the uh, Warner Brothers, they kind of like buried it like it was an HBO thing. They did bury it a They buried like, a lot of I HBO I feel like projects. they just got done with it and they're like, hurry up and put it that out there. That merger, though, to Lindsay's point, is a lot more, there's a lot more to that stuff yeah. like inside remember, baseball yeah. stuff and politics inside there but yeah. it was hbo max and hbo was the driving force behind a lot of everything mm-hmm. now it's max and they wanted to dump all that other content in and they're put when i open it i go to my favorites which is west wing whatever right. succession i'll rewatch yeah. whatever and now to get through it it's not easy it's not easy do they have columbo no i watch columbo well i've got every columbo dvr oh you do on the direct tv but also mm. uh columbo's on peacock gotcha yeah. you know what i'm saying god i haven't opened up HBO Max or now Max. I haven't opened it up since I think I watched White Lotus. That so, used to be my favorite of all the apps by far yeah. and it has completely gone to... It's not true. Good. You're right. Can it's we use that as a drive? Whatever she just did right here. I don't want to curse. I don't understand. I just actually... So I, I talked to DirecTV today. Mm-hmm. Don't say you left. No, I didn't leave. Okay, hey, did you threaten to leave for a better deal? No, I just said, hey, what can we do? Hey, boys, what are we doing here? Hey, what can we do over here? Yeah. Because I'm like... You know, I got a lot of the packages. Yeah. I got the, all the things. And I'm like, she's like, well, let's start with what you don't watch. She's like, do you watch Stars or Cinemax? I said, never. No. Don't even know yeah, I have it. It ain't Friday nights in the 90s anymore. Right. Yeah. You need Cinemax. Right. Well, I'm not in a hotel room by myself. About, what about Showtime? Yeah. And I said, honestly, I don't think I've watched anything since, what was that show? Ray Donovan? Yeah, that Showtime one. Ray Donovan has and Billions. Shows. They've yeah, but got that I, Your Honor show with Brian Cranston. That, that's done, though. You know, they also yeah. had, uh, what was the one about the CIA agent? Um, what was that one? Uh, Homeland. That oh, was yeah. a yeah, really was good, good show. Homeland right, was really good. But it's been years since I've watched the Showtime show. You don't show. watch Billions? 
I don't watch. No, Brothers I don't watch Billions. Brothers. I watch good. Succession. Yeah, All right. yeah. you know, it's like you know. No, so, it's not like. No, it's no. totally different. I know, but it's basically the same crap. You just don't want another business drama. I'm done. All right. Yeah. So, and by the way, I would watch it because Katie Nolan's uh, fiance is is uh, is one of the guys on the show. On Billions, I love Katie Nolan. Yeah. Oh, really? He's the comedian. Uh, oh, it, rich guy. I'll tell you who he is in a second. I forget his name. Give I love Katie Nolan too. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, hmm. but. Yeah, I don't. So I was like, yeah, let's get rid of that stuff. And all of a sudden, boom. How much? A lot. How much? A lot. How much you save? Well, I'm just guessing Showtime and Stars is probably 40 bucks. And then they gave me a loyalty discount, oh, like another nice. 50. So, and then and they it, also gave you the discount because. Hey there, I'm George Sedano. When it's all said and done, Sedano they should be paying you. It was like 60 bucks, 70 bucks. <laughs> I you. Saved. So I'm they're like, paying you right. to talk about it on the right. air right now. At, at the end of the day, <laughs> they pay you. Yeah, it was like, no, actually, wait. It's got to be more than that. It was like three bills, and it went down to like 180. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Nice drop. That's a lot. That 300 a bucks a month for TV? Oh, oh man. I got to well, get rid of Max. So, but that also includes the NBA League Pass, yeah, 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 yeah. the MLB Extra Innings. Like, that stuff is not cheap. You know, they had a free um, like a free trial of Red Zone this weekend. I think oh, yeah. it was on Paramount. On YouTube? No, it was on Paramount+. Oh, Plus. really? Yeah. It was probably, like, you know, league-wide or, mm-hmm. or, you know, yeah, it was. whatever, provider-wide. Dan Soder is it, the guy from Billions that oh, Katie Oh, what does he play? Yeah. He said the comedian. I, no, I don't. No, no, he doesn't. Do play they have the an open? No, he's a comedian in real life. They do have an open. Does the open zone. go like this? Is not Siciliano. If you want to watch Scott Hansen, press one or press two. More likely. <laughs> I kind of missed Andrew Siciliano. I haven't watched Red Zone in years, but it kind of made me Maffey. be like, oh, you know what? I should just get this. No. Oh, he plays Maffy. Yeah. Okay. All right. So- this is the Scott Hansen Red Zone. That's um, what I watch every week. Here's the thing with Scott Hansen. And I say this respectfully. Okay, you're about to get insulted, Scott Hansen. <laughs> he should be. He talks a little too much in those in that early window. Yeah. Oh, it's a little like Olson, Sometimes I want to hear the broadcasters. <laughs> but there's like eight games going no, on. No, I get it. But but let me let me let hear it some breathe of the a game. little bit. Let me, yeah, let me hear some they of the game. They don't let it breathe on that in, one. In in the late window, it's much better. It's only three, four games. But I, I get it like if every game is close. But I don't need to go Octobox every time. Well, <laughs> right, you know, right. I think... Let I, me see a game. I think that people who watch a Red Zone watch it because of that. I don't think they watch oh, it because no, they want to hear the game. I, mm, no. Ciliano, let it, he I want let it a breathe. little bit of both. Yeah. I, I want him to direct me where it's going and give me context when they're switching to a game. But I think, like, every once in a while, I just want to hear Kevin Harlan or Ian Eagle right. or or Kevin Burkhart or just, for a mi- just for a minute. Do you feel about Scott Hansen the way I feel about Chris Collinsworth, the way Lindsey Baseball feels no, I about... I love Chris Collinsworth. What's, I know. I love I love his little slide into the... Right, but I also love that he's fighting... Does he slide in with Tariko? I love that yeah. he's fighting with Terry now. Every he does? Week. He slides in with Tariko? I don't know. I don't you watch know what, But you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, the, the old slide in. Right, with, with, with him. Yeah, he used to slide no, in on the chair. Yeah, how yeah. about Greg Olson? I mean, Lindsey hates I, Greg Olson. I can't stand Greg Olson either. I'm down down on Collins. No, I like Greg Olson. I know, but you're uh, all over Hanson. Leave Scott Hanson alone. He talks so much, Greg Olson. Scott Hanson's no, no, fine. But I, I think Greg- Scott. First of all, I played him on Halloween last year. So what? Oh, Scott the ultimate, Yeah, it's the ultimate tip to your tip of the cap. Right, but a year later now, you just want to rip the guy. I'm not ripping. You're him. killing I'm him. I'm just saying, I, I, I would prefer just a little bit of room. Let it to, breathe. A little bit. Hey, Scott, I think you're doing a great job. He is doing a great Don't job. Don't change, baby. I just would love a little tiny, tiny slither of the game. My he's man no, Sedano here doesn't no want to hear Sicil- you talk. He's no Siciliano. If Scott Hansen is listening and he called in, mm-hmm. he wouldn't let us talk for 11 minutes. Oh, wow. <laughs> so you're saying that Greg Olson would not be a good host of the Red Zone. <laughs> I like Greg Olson. I, I don't, you he know, just talks so much yeah. in circles. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I could do one more here real quick. Yeah, go ahead. All right, so Burger yeah. King is doubling down on digital order kiosks. Did you which, say Burger King? Yes, Burger King. BK, have, have it your way. way. You, you rule. rule. 
So BK, uh, you know, their bosses say that they're better for both staff and customers. How do they have so much money to advertise? I never see anybody at BK. I know. Well, so here's the thing. They said that they have bulked up the amount of these kiosk touch screens where, you know, you can go there and place your orders. You never have to deal with a person. Mm -hmm. And the people at the counter in the back, they can just make the food. So they say that it eliminates stressful interaction for both customers and staff at counters. And it leads to people spending more time and more ordering. So they're like spending way more money. People got uh, stressed out about ordering a Whopper? Well, yeah. wait, wait. I think by, there's by something the way, to this. By the way, Burger King made $1.9 billion in revenue last year. But that's, that's a profit. profit. That's oh, that's profit. profit. So profit. I think it's profit. And that's up from the year before. I think oh, there's okay. something to this because they're saying basically that people order more when they don't have to order from an actual person. Wall Would Street you guys Sedano agree with that? The Sedano Journal. I just Googled understand. it. $1.9 billion in revenue. Profit. Okay, so then not revenue. So revenue is probably like five in billion. In profit, yes. Okay. In profit. Yes. Wow, it's amazing. I stepped on the question. What was it? Um, do you tend to order more when you don't have to deal with an actual person? Yes, I do too. Yes, that's a great point. Because back in the day, 100%. I would have to like pretend I was on the phone with my quote wife. <laughs> oh, honey, wants. Oh, you want that too? <laughs> right. Okay. Right. My wife and kids she, at home. She wants the double whopper with extra <laughs> mayo. <laughs> so, so now, like the. 20, you, know these, you know how these kids are, right. man. Come on. The twenty twenty three equivalent of that is getting two orders of silverware when you're ordering on the app and you're ordering. Too oh, much I don't. Food. I don't care. <laughs> I do. I don't. Because I'm like, yeah, you're delivering it. You don't know me. I'm just like, Suck um, up. yeah, I better get two. Orders of silverware because otherwise they're going to think this is all for me, which it is. I honestly cannot remember the last time I went to a Burger King. I mean, it's got to be like 25 years. When I was a kid, my dad and I. Not 25, but. My dad and I loved the long original chicken chicken sandwich. Because it had just lettuce, like shredded lettuce and and a little bit of mayo. Yeah. And it had that long bun. Yeah. Oh, it was so good. Yeah. I love one of those right now. They actually are. They've always. I thought you were going to be my health coach. I know. Talking about chicken sandwiches. Right. From Burger King. They had good desserts, too. They had those those Hershey pies, those Oreo pies. I don't remember those. I don't remember a Hershey pie. Oh, yeah. yeah, They still have them. They still have them. They're delicious. What's that for? You don't like the Hershey pie? No. Oh. What about really? the Oreo? Down pie? on the pie, huh? Mm. No Oreo pie too. It's just chocolate crust. <laughs> no, it's a lot. It's a lot. Okay, delicious. Too a sweet. Lot. No, it's what? Too sweet. So why don't we do this? What do we got left? We got a forty break and a fifty-five. Yeah. Let's put them together and sweep the top. Hey, sweep it. We're if, sweeping it. If but Chris first, says so. Brought to you by our friends at Tequila Mandala, Radio Tinder, presented by them. Always swipe right on Tequila Mandala, award-winning small batch premium sippy tequila made from the finest mature agaves. Available everywhere fine tequilas are sold. Visit their website, tequilamandala.com. Up your game and demand the extraordinary with Tequila Mandala. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. 
Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Eight minutes in front of six o'clock. Happy election day, Cappy. Hey, happy election day to you. Live imaging Tuesday on Sit Out of a Cap. You ain't calling me baby either. Did you vote? There's nothing to vote for here, I don't think. I vote. Not always in Orange County. Got my sticker. On this day in 1999, Destiny's Child released this single, Say My Name, from their sophomore album. Kind of shady, ain't calling me baby. Better say my name. It's International Merlot Day. Hey, you like Merlot? I had a good Merlot. Um, when I was in North Carolina the other day, because I was having, it's good with, actually, I just had what I had today, ahi tuna. Oh. Merlot's a good balance with, like, ahi tuna and stuff like that. Oh, beautiful. Yeah, I mean, one segment, it's, like, financial advice. The next segment, it's wine advice. It's a cultural guy. I actually had wine on Friday night. Yeah, it had been a while since I had red wine. Oh, it was nice. Side note about ever, Election Day. Yeah. I haven't opened the bottle yet. I'm waiting. Okay. I was going to say that in Ohio, they passed the recreational marijuana bill Good. today. There you go. Good for them. That's exciting. So you can, you can smoke it up in Cleveland and then go, what's the taco spot that you love? Barrio. There we barrio. go. Barrio. Yeah. And barrio. Really? When does that happen? Because you know I'm going to be in Cleveland here in a few weeks. I think probably like next month, Cappy. Okay, so that's good. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. You going to go Rasta? Rastafarian? Yeah, why not? In Cleveland, you know, they've got great weed like they've got great tacos. Yeah. I doubt that. I highly, I don't, I don't know. Well, now they will. Well, now they will, yeah. 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 Tacos are about to be a lot better. Yeah. So, Cappy. Yes, sir. USC's defense is supposed to be a lot better without oh. Alex Grinch. Mm-hmm. Good luck. You would think. Tis the season. Good luck. As they say. But, now, what's the story about that it may not have been Lincoln Riley's decision? What, what was the story? I heard Mason kind of teasing that earlier today. Does anyone know what the deal with that is? It would not shock me if there was pressure from up above to say, hey, Lincoln, come on, man. I mean, look, I, I got it. He's your buddy. You know, it's been well documented that when Lincoln Riley had his initial press conference at the Coliseum, he flew from Norman, Oklahoma to L.A. and landed. And a guy like Alex Grinch was one of the few people that was on that private jet because he was immediately being brought to this coaching staff. The assumption has been all along that this is one of Lincoln Riley's best friends and he's being overly loyal, as football coaches often have a tendency to do. As far as did it come from somebody other than Lincoln Riley? Hadn't heard that yet. Mason teased that, but I don't know what the actual story was because everything I've read was that Lincoln Riley took the onus on himself to say it was my decision. Yeah, I actually He's trying to say that maybe a couple boosters got involved. That could be. I mean, we know how USC right. works. It's possible. Keyshawn, our friend Keyshawn, who was on ESPN two last night, shouts out to Key back on uh, one of the motherships. What was that all about? He was on with uh, the Manning and Eli. What? Why? Because they wanted Key. They no, no. It was, but was there a reason? Was there like something? Listen, we're back. The Jets. We're back. Okay, we're good. Oh, wait, you and Key are now back? We talked four times yesterday, like old times. So no, no slander. Okay, no pro- So now you and Key are back to being good. We're having yeah, dinner I, in a few weeks. He, he was the number one overall pick for the Jets. Yeah, no, I got it. But did you get it? I didn't. You I went to an AFC title game. But I just, I'm surprised. I'm surprised. You can't, you can't throw. You got no aim. He's got no aim at all. No, I just I was surprised at ESPN. I mean, I guess you know the Mannings can do whatever they want to do. Well, it's not. It's kind of not. 
ESPN's production there. It's but if on. they didn't want him on, there, right? They could have. They could have probably right, shut but it I'm down. sure, like they were fine with it. They're like, yeah, you oh. know, you don't work for us anymore, and now we've got you on for free. Oh come on! What? And then Key is probably I'm, like, hey, maybe I could go over to the Manning cast and promote my show. Don't, I don't think he well, did that. You're the, one that's, you're the one that said he's on the... <laughs> I uh, there was something in there. Sidhan <laughs> shot me in the back with a Nerf gun. You're the one who said he's in the witness protection program. He is, every morning, but last night it was good to see him on the bird. Okay. Anyway, Keyshawn has a lot of friends mm-hmm. over there that have a lot of influence. Yeah. So, you could see that happening. Yeah, I, I seriously doubt, George, that Lincoln Riley woke up Sunday morning and went, you know what? After losing to Washington, who's one of the top teams in the country... And after losing Ooh, to... You almost hit him. <laughs> you cool. notice I didn't flinch not one bit. No, you didn't. You know that was why? good. You want to know why? Why? Because I didn't really think you were going to shoot it at me, <laughs> yeah. big you sh- dummy. You shot it right at him. <laughs> it went right by your head. Right, yeah, I know. I know. That was like the scene in Pulp Fiction where we have to stop for a moment and understand that was a miracle. No, seriously. We got to stop here for a minute and acknowledge that that was a miracle. Oh, it's so funny. God, I hope oh. everybody sees that on YouTube. God, Wait a second. That was great. This might happen on YouTube right now. Hold the on. Delay. We'll clip it. Beto and Whittier, that's why we're playing Tiffany. He's going to oh. tell us a quick story. He's got 90 seconds to tell us how you're No, sister- we're sweeping the top. Oh, we're sweeping the top. You don't have 90 <laughs> seconds. You have a full whatever you need uh. to tell us, Beto and Whittier, how your sister allegedly kicked Tiffany's ass in 1985. No, 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 allegedly about it. And uh, uh, hello, fellas. Uh, yo, yo. Ladies, uh, Bro, uh, I, I mean, I heard about it later on, obviously, because I was probably a uh, mocoso myself, probably about six or seven years old. Excellent usage of the word mocoso. Middle school. Pero. You would have been in middle school um, when when that happened. And this was, again, right before the peak of her powers. I remember that later on it came up in conversation and she goes, oh, yeah, I remember that. You know what? Yeah. Yeah. Um, she came at me and my and my homegirl because you know she was a homegirl obviously from from Norwalk barrio you know Norwalk and um, at one point or another she said yeah and and all I remember and Cappy this this, this pays you off she said all I remember is grabbing her from her hair and just slamming her against the desk and and I don't even know what the fight was about bro other than maybe that Tiffany probably just had a little bit too much mouth on her apparently that it was that's over a homeboy better come was. on it was over a homeboy. Oh, for sure. I'm, I'm pretty sure it was maybe two homeboys. Oh, <laughs> wow. For, for, you know how those Norwalk girls get down. But, yeah, you know, she's from Norwalk, bro. So, I mean, ya sabes. So, uh, <laughs> but long story short is, yeah, the dude, my sister had some of that red hair. I, I, and, and I don't know what the hell she did with it. But, um, yeah, uh, she, she said she kicked her ass one day. And wow. Believe her. Trust me. Wow. I don't mess with my sister. Right. Now, does your sister not like this song? Oh, she! Anytime she hears Tiffany, uh, she she remembers to the time that she kicked Tiffany's ass. So, All right, well there you go. Uh, so I, think, a- I, I, I think I I think at least for her, you know, it's a badge of honor whenever she hears it. And I, I don't even know if her kids know about it. Uh, she's got four kids; they all live in Oklahoma now. But I mean, I'm pretty sure. I, I mean, I still remember. Uh, and and again, you don't want to miss with my sister. She's from Norwalk. You on the train right now, Beto? Or you get off of that? No, I just got off the train. That's why I called you guys. I you heard see? the bad signal when you guys when you guys called earlier, and you were right, Chris. It's like, no, he's probably getting on the train. Yep, I was getting on that uh, seven hundred three right at the that seven hundred three. Yo, good job, Jack. Hi, right, homie. Right. Well, good to yeah. hear from you. Thank you for the story, as always. Yeah, for sure. How about the sister? The right, sister guys. slammed her head yeah. right Shout into out the to desk. Your sister. Yeah, that's how the homegirls do it, though. They there get that, right, Laura. They, I'm not saying you ever got in these fights, but they get yeah, that hair wrapped I'm around, a good girl. and then bam. Yeah. 
Slam you got you got to grab them and go, <laughs> and then if it goes, thump, then you know you did yeah. it right. Yeah. Wow. Six, but six, I wouldn't know. Beto. 